0: Today on the Freedom Cast, Digital Outreach Director at the Foundation for Government Accountability, Christina Robali is here. We'll talk about the latest fiasco at Oregon's Obamacare Exchange, the new federal probe investigating the failures of Cover Oregon, and why the so-called Medicaid private option in Arkansas is not what it seems. I'm your host, Brad Jackson, and you're listening to the March 6th, 2014 edition of the Freedom Cast. Joining us now on the Freedom Cast, we're welcoming back a very old friend, the current Digital Outreach Director at the Foundation for Government Accountability in lovely Naples, Florida. Christina Robali is back. Christina, it is a pleasure having you back on the show.
1: It's a pleasure to be back. But, Brad, did you just call me old?
0: <laughs> no, no, um, no, I did not. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's all right. I'll let you get away with that <laughs> We're going to ignore that part of the conversation right there.
1: <laughs> it's good to be back. Thanks for having me on.
0: <laughs> so, Christina, you are at FGA now. You guys do a lot of work on Obamacare stuff. Um, before we get to what you guys are doing right now, I want to focus on something that is close to home for you. Uh, you, uh, currently are and have been for a while in, in the state of Oregon and the cover Oregon fiasco over there has just gotten worse by the day. Um, before we get into what's going on now, let's do a quick refresher. We haven't talked about this in a while on the show. Uh, just give us a quick sort of heads up on what's gone wrong so far at cover Oregon.
1: Oh, my. Um, it would be shorter to say what's gone right, but uh, in, which is nothing, but in the state of Oregon, the state of Oregon received over $305 million worth of federal grants to set up their exchange. Uh, so far, they have spent over $200 million of that that, that, is, um, that we can find, uh, and at this point, not one single person has been able to sign up on the private exchange over the Cover Oregon website. Um, the only people currently that are um, signed up are Medicaid expansion. Uh, they they sent out uh, tens of thousands of applications to anyone receiving SNAP or government assistance in the state, and those are the only people currently being signed up. Uh, the state had to hire four hundred new employees to be able to sign those people up because the technology failure side of it is so uh, miserable, um, and it is you know it is. It would be funny if it wasn't causing absolute chaos in the state for people who are trying to find insurance, for people who were told they were going to have care, for the 165,000 people in the state of Oregon who have lost their plan. Um, it, it would be funny if it, these weren't real lives that, that we're talking about, but they are. And it's, uh, it's very, very sad. We're, we are seeing just an absolute failure uh, in the state of Oregon.
0: And it's interesting because you've seen a lot of people who've been working on the thing say, yo, yo, not my fault, not my fault. And no one seems to want to uh, claim responsibility for for what has happened here and the uh, the drastic, uh, dismal uh, results. Who do you think is ultimately responsible for this mess?
1: Um, well, there is going to be an investigation. Yesterday, it was, uh, on Politico. I read that, uh, the Congress, uh, General Accounting Office is going to, uh, have an investigation on the, on Cover Oregon's Health exur- Insurance Exchange because it has been such a failure. Uh, both our senators, Jeff Merkley and Ron Wyden, have called for a congressional investigation into it, which, you know, okay, they both doubled down on this. They both wanted it. They both voted for Obamacare, and now they want an investigation on why, you know, it's not going so well in their state, which is fine. You know, call it political cover, call it whatever you want. You know, we told them this would be a disaster and nobody listened to us. Um, but, but, so there is going to be a congressional investigation. The scope of it, I'm not sure yet, uh, how, how deep they'll probe into this, but this is real dollars we're talking about, you know, $305 million for a website in a state where there's only 3.89 million people. So 3.9 million people. Think about, wrap your head around that. How much healthcare could we actually have provided to people for that kind of money?
0: You could have just written a check to everyone in the state and had it, had it be more efficient.
1: Right. And people could go out and found their own plans and found what may, you know, not that I'm not that I'm saying we should write checks to people for that, but if you're going to spend the money, it would have been a better use of resources to give people control over their own health care and their own dollars and say, yes, I'll go purchase Plan X because Plan X meets my family's needs. Um, so it is it is a disaster. Uh, theres There's been talk of um, an FBI investigation because there was supposed to be an audit happening. It appears that even the audit was probably faked. Um, so all along there has been, you know, one one. It's a, been a comedy of errors, and like I said, it would be it would be funny, but people's lives are, are you know, really up in the air. So many people in the state don't have insurance. Uh, were promised that they would get plans. Their plans have been canceled, and now they can't now they can't find anything.
0: The Daily Caller had an interesting story uh, last week saying that uh, Oregon had shifted 4,000 illegal immigrants into their uh, program. I. I <laughs> I guess if you're looking for enrollment numbers, and you want to get just about anybody you can, that might be a good idea. But that seems like just another, uh, you know, epic failure on their part. What do you think?
1: Well, let's go back to 2009. Congressman Joe Wilson famously proclaimed in in during the uh, State of the Union speech when President Obama said that illegal immigrants would not be covered under that new health care law. Uh, Joe Wilson yelled, "You lie." Uh, Joe Wilson was right <laughs> because I am certain that Oregon is not the only state that is violating federal law and signing up illegal immigrants. Uh, and, it, you know, they say that this is just a glitch. It was a mistake. Uh, but we all know that once you give somebody something in this country, it is nearly impossible to take it away. And so whether or not this was intentional, um, I, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it, again, it seems that, that all of these errors are just uh, too coincidental that now we're going to have another 4,000 people signed up on a quote-unquote free health care system for them in the state. What's going to happen when you take that away?
0: You know, that's a really and, good point. Oh, yeah, that's what a really happened- good point. That This is one of those situations where um, once, you know, who was it that said federal government programs never really die? Um I, I, I think that was this Ronald Reagan. That's yes. like
1: the closest thing to you know guarantee that it'll last forever is you know making sure that it's a government program, and that's true. I mean, that's why it. Whether it's Oregon or you know mm-hmm. we're seeing the same sort of failures in in Massachusetts, in Maryland. You know, Maryland, uh, their exchange made thirty point five million dollars worth of erroneous payments or unnecessary Medicaid payments. Um, and so that's again another state. There's not that many people in the state of, of Maryland, and it's, you know, $30 million. Oops. You know, what, it, how many failures do you have to see to understand that, you know, these people cannot, the this government cannot manage healthcare in this way? It's just not working.
0: You guys have done some work at FGA in uh, Arkansas. Arkansas was another one of these places that uh, has has had a tough time with this. Uh, They have done a a so-called private option. Talk to me about that for a minute.
1: There is nothing private about the Arkansas private option. Uh, It it was a way to fool legislators. It was a way to fool uh, constituents, and it worked. Um, The private option in Arkansas is really, is really another model of what not to do. And, you know, I'm hoping if, if, Policymakers or grassroots people are listening to this podcast, they will immediately start looking at our research. Uh, you can go to uncoverobamacare.com. Uh, and start looking at the research that we've done in all of these different states. We're going to be uh, releasing reports for Virginia. We've already re- released reports for Arkansas, for Utah, for Nebraska, showing them what it will cost them eventually uh, to have these "quote unquote" private options. It is nothing more than a backdoor way towards Medicaid expansion, and, and because one of one of the most egregious things about the private option, and people need to understand this when they're taught, when they're when they're thinking, but it's going to give more people access to health care in Arkansas the private option the Medicaid expansion there it pays doctors on this private option a higher reimbursement rate than traditional old Medicaid let's call it old Medicaid what does that mean for you for let's you know the person who's on old Medicaid now Brad, if you were a doctor and you could receive a 50% reimbursement rate or a 30% reimbursement rate, and you know you only had so many slots in the day to see people, would you see people that were going to pay you 50% back of what you bill or 30%? Yeah,
0: that's a pretty easy choice as a physician. (laughs)
1: It's a pretty easy choice, and it's not because physicians are greedy and they just want the money. And no, I mean they're business people too. And so, what things like the Arkansas private option do is they make a two-tiered system. And those people who are truly needy, those people who are really sick and don't have that are not able-bodied, that cannot find other, you know, healthcare options, those people go to the front of the line. And the people who, I'm sorry, those people go to the back. The people who have no other options go to the back of the line and the able-bodied, working, childless people go to the front of the line because they are going to get, their health insurance plan will pay more to the health care provider. And so you're going to have a an, an safety net that again is stretched to capacity and then you're going to dump more people in there because the private, the other side of the exchanges aren't offering coverage that's affordable and it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, in the state of Arkansas now, they're only two months into this Brad and the cost overruns are already looking at like they could cost the state an additional $18 million in the first year. Wow. That's, and that's in Arkansas and that there's not that many people in Arkansas again. So it's like you think of how many, you know, the only way that you're going to pay that back is tax increases. So you're going to kick people off their insurance plans. You're going to increase the cost of insurance, and then you're going to ask the other taxpayers to pay for it, you know, with tax increases. There's nothing There's nothing private about the private option. There's nothing good about the private option. Uh, unfortunately, just two days ago, Arkansas voted to fund their private option against all warnings from us uh, and, and constituents and many legislators there. And, you know, all we can say is next year, when it comes time for budget, we can tell them we told you so, um, and and then hopefully they'll look at things, you know, like our Medicaid cure plan that would actually reduce costs and give more people access to care.
0: Yeah, it's funny. The uh, state of Arkansas has just a little more people than there are in Houston, Texas, to uh, put yeah. that in in perspective. That's that's a lot of money <laughs> right. on just a on just a handful of people. <laughs>
1: Right. And in the first year alone, like we said, our report shows, again, if you go to uh, uncoverobamacare.com and look at our research tab, our report shows that in 2014, if the 250,000 people in the state uh, that could qualify for it sign up, if all 250,000 of them, uh, it could be as much as $18 million. uh, That's a lot of money for a state like Arkansas and you know we're we're working in states right now like Virginia like Utah uh Nebraska New Hampshire Maine uh showing them look don't do don't do what what Arkansas is doing it's not the answer the answer is you know, the Medicaid cure that we have put into place in Florida, uh, it's, it's systems like what's happening in Louisiana. There are states that are working as laboratories for Medicaid reform, and, it, and it's working. Uh, the private market is working in those areas, and they need to go that direction versus, you know, doubling down on Obamacare.
0: Yeah, you guys are, are headquartered in Florida. Um, what, what, what are you seeing in Florida that could be exported elsewhere?
1: So Medicaid Cure, uh in two thousand six, Medicaid Cure uh was was launched in Florida as a sort of again like a laboratory. We believe that the states should be laboratories for reform. Uh, it's far easier um to to implement policy changes at a state level uh and and figure out whether or not they can work. Well, Medicaid Cure uh has now been implemented throughout the state and it is going to save the state of Florida a billion dollars a year. Uh, and it is a, it is, you know, when you look at the differences of, of how, how it works versus, um, you know, some of these private option, private option plans that, that we're seeing now, you know, Medicaid, Medicaid cure uh, is mandatory Medicaid benefits, but patients can switch their plans. They have a larger uh, variety of specialists that can see them. They get counseling to help them make decisions. Um, better access because the reimbursement rates are higher. I mean it is it is more local control and is allowing poor people and and sick people to take control of their of their health care and their healthcare dollars that allotted to them. You know, Medi- most people don't realize that Medicaid, you have no skin in the game. Uh, there you know, when you are a Medicaid patient you don't you don't have any responsibility for your healthcare costs with with things with plans like Medicaid. Cure they do, you know there are copays. They they do have to watch their their dollars and make choices with those. But isn't that what we want? We we don't want people to be wards of the state where the state just controls all of their medical. We want people to be able to have a say in that, and that's what Medicaid. Cure does. It does it, um, you know in. in private market ways and allows people to be in control of their health care. Uh, and it's working. Like I said, it's working. It's saving the state of Florida a billion dollars a year.
0: In some sense, this whole argument, this whole discussion, is really a, a discussion about individual freedom, isn't it? Whether you're, uh, you know, if the government is going to control your freedom for health care versus, you know, you being in control of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that really is what it boils down to. You know. Um, we have, we have said you know, time and time again at, you know, at FGA that the policies that we work on are to empower the individual and to take back that power from, from the federal government and for you to be in control of your life. And whether you are poor or whether you are affluent, uh, whether you're on the, on the, the government system of Medicaid, old or new, or whether you're in the private market, we believe you should have control over that and make those choices. Uh, and, and we think that, you know, by empowering individuals, they're going to make better choices than the government can. Cause you know, I mean, Brad, you know what's better for your family and what healthcare needs you need, uh, better than some bureaucrat in D.C. You know, I'm, I'm laughing now because, you know, now Brad, I have, uh, you know, maternity coverage as well as prostate coverage I also have coverage for hearing aids I also have coverage for all kinds of stuff I don't need well that's great but I don't need any of that but the government told me I did so now I'm paying for it you know it would be like it would be like them telling me that I need a 15 passenger van uh, and mandating that I go buy one and knowing that I'm only going to fill two seats but I still got to fill it with gas I still got to pay the insurance I still got to make the payment but I only use you know two of the 15 seats That's, that's exactly, that's exactly what this is like. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a mess. So, you know, our plans. Our reforms are trying to give more control back to the individual.
0: Of course, I'm sure if the government made you buy a van like that, it would have to be like wind powered or or something epically ridiculous (laughs) like that.
1: (laughs) Right. And I would never be caught dead driving a 15 passenger van.
0: (laughs) You and me both, sister. (laughs) I have a convertible
1: for a reason.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which will come in even more handy in Florida. It will. (laughs) (laughs) Christina, tell our listeners what you're uh, doing at FGA and how they can help.
1: Again, we are working in states to try to stop the expansion of Obamacare. Uh, Please go to uncoverobamacare.com and click the Get Involved tab. Uh, and you can find out more about how to get involved. Follow us on Twitter at the FGA and like us on Facebook at Foundation for Government Accountability. Uh, and you know, and you can always tweet to me and you know find out how you can get involved. But we really do need people who will work aside in, in the legislators, uh, letting them know and educating them on on how bad you know some of these plans are. And we'll give you the research to do it. And we'll make every opportunity available and possible that we can to make sure that you can be in contact with your legislators and. Uh, letting them know that you do not want your state on the hook for, for more Medicaid dollars from the federal government, because we all know what happens when they the government cheese is no longer free, and that's what happens. You're in the trap, and it's no longer free, <laughs> and then you're stuck, and then your state is stuck providing health care for all of these people that you have no money for.
0: And if you are at CPAC, you can track down Christina at uh, your favorite cocktail party or or booth or... <laughs> <laughs> or or event. She's there as well. Uh, so be sure <laughs> if you're wandering the halls of CPAC this week, you track down Christina. Christina, thanks so much. It's been great having you back on. We really appreciate it.
1: Thanks. Keep up the great work at FreedomWorks.